Hey everyone, and welcome to the Gibbs Spotlight. My name is Haley Sandell, and I am a visual communication intern here at the Gibbs College of Architecture. Today, I'll be talking to Jessica Langston. She's a graduate student studying regional and city planning with physical planning specialization. Hey, Jessica. Hi, Haley. How are you? Not too bad. How's it going? I'm doing well. Um, I'm excited to be recording with you. Well, thank you for joining us. So where are you from and uh, how did you decide to come to OU? Yeah, so I'm originally from Bartow, Florida. I was born and raised there, um, but I did go to uh, Butler University for my undergrad, which is in Indiana. Um, so I've kind of lived all over. Um, and for OU, I really looked at, I knew I wanted to do planning, and I looked at several programs across the country. Uh, location really wasn't a big thing, um, just kind of left it wide open. And I ended up uh, narrowing it down to two places, OU and um, uh, George Washington in Washington, D.C. And in the end, I really just, I come from a smaller town and I really love like the small town-ish vibe of Norman. And I didn't really want to be in the hustle and bustle of crazy DC yeah. um, type thing. And then in addition, my undergrad, um, I went to a very small school. So I was kind of excited to come to a big state school and see all the, everything they have to offer. Yeah, definitely. And that's a, those are polar opposites going OU in Oklahoma or Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people thought, they're like, oh, you're crazy. You should go to D.C. And I was like, nope, I really, I like Norman. I like OU. I'm very happy with my choice. So, yeah. Norman's a great town, too, especially like for college life. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I feel like you're, you get the best of both worlds. You have Norman and you're not too far away from Oklahoma City, um, which is about as big as I like to be um, type thing. Yeah. Other than visiting. I love visiting big cities. I just don't really want to live in them. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I grew up in Oklahoma City and that's like that. That's about peak city <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what current projects are you working on? Um, for the program right now, nothing yet, uh, I should say. Uh, ideally, I would have liked to have gotten an uh, internship in a planning field this summer. But unfortunately, with COVID-19, uh, there are basically just no opportunities. Uh, it's very hard to train an intern uh probably working from home, so not ideal. Um, but later in the summer, I plan to get a head start on making my portfolio for the program. So it's yeah. one of our graduation requirements, um, trying to get everything just at least started so I don't have to deal with it, uh, I guess, when I'm in the middle of classes and, and tests and projects, that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. And finishing off your portfolio is so important. Yeah, and it's it's pretty extensive. I mean, it's it covers you know the whole two years, and you have to do a, a summary of every class you've taken, and um, I think you have to do like pretty much submit all of your work or like your top ten favorites. I'll have to double check, but that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty time consuming. <laughs> yeah, worth it though. Yeah. 
So what can you tell us about your physical planning specialization and what does that entail? Yeah, so the RCPL program, uh, you have the choice to specialize in two areas. One is the community and economic development, um, and the other one is physical planning. Um, Each really have three mandatory classes you have to take uh, for that specialization. Um, And then you have to take one class and the other one, right? So you're kind of exposed to everything. Yeah. Um, So physical planning is a lot more design and function focused, um, whereas community development, you're looking at a lot more social programs um, and trying to help, uh, I guess, from the social aspect of the planning program. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So... And then like, what about environmental planning off of that? Yeah. So within physical planning, um, the three required classes, one of them is environmental planning. Um, The other one, I'll just tell them all, and one site planning, and then the last one's infrastructure planning. And so I've taken environmental planning and we really, uh, it was really interesting. You're exposed to all of the new like stormwater management techniques. Uh, if you ever heard of low impact development or green infrastructure, uh, going green, that kind of thing. And uh, we learn about EPA regulations, um, brownfield programs, which Oklahoma is Um, I believe has one of like the top programs in the nation, uh, which is brownfields, if you don't know, are like oil field recovery. So when we're done with uh, drilling oil and we want to make the land back to something else, um, there's a whole program that you have to follow to then, I guess, like, you know, build a restaurant on that land if, if you want to or build a neighborhood. Basically, it's a process to clean the land and get it back to what it used to be yeah yeah because drilling for oil is not a clean process no no and so uh so yeah we learned all about uh that it was kind of technical um but really interesting because um a lot of the green infrastructure and low impact development that is starting to take uh take hold kind of nationwide it's getting more and more popular to do Good. Yeah. I mean, now is the time to really focus on cutting back and taking care of our earth. Yeah, for sure. We need to. Yeah. So let's see. What's a project that you've created or worked on at GCA that you're most proud of? Um, I'd have to say it was um, a project we had to do for my GIS class. It was GIS for land use planning, um, which was, um, if you're not familiar, the program like ArcGIS, it's a mapping software, essentially. And throughout the whole semester, every two weeks, we had an assignment due that was a, a map of some sort. And we had to pick a theme for a project. And at the end of the semester, all of those maps we had to compile into this huge presentation poster. I think it was like three feet by four feet uh, high. Yeah, it was like like bigger than me. And um, so for my project, I chose to analyze park distribution in Norman. And in order to determine if there were any areas within the city that lacked park access, 
Um, there's this kind of a movement right now called the 10 minute uh, like park walk. Like everybody should live within 10 minutes of a park. So that kind of like started it. Um, and we learned all kinds of stuff to do with uh, the GIS program. We could pull in census data. So I had like census data overlaid onto a map so I could see like poverty levels or race and in correlation to like where the parks were. Cool. Um, and yeah, so in the end, it was really interesting because it did show there was a little bit of disparity uh, between park access and park amenities and uh, tended to be lower in those lower income areas within the city. So gotcha. uh, and then one of the final maps was me identifying uh, potential areas where Norman could go at a park to allow um, people in that area better access or, or quicker access to a park. Yeah. Well, and not only is that a cool like architectural study, but it's a cool social study, too. Yeah, it was it was really interesting, especially when you start looking at the census data and everything that you can overlay on the map. And you're like, oh, OK, like this area is very high poverty and they only have one park within, um, you know, this whole neighborhood, whereas maybe the more affluent areas um, have multiple parks. And you don't really realize that until you overlay all the data. Yeah. That's that's really cool. It's yeah. yeah. City planning is an interesting time. It's like a big puzzle. Yeah, uh, I would. Yeah, it definitely is. There's always a problem to solve. And I'd say there's definitely I mean, there's always more than one solution to the problem, uh, just depending on where you live. That's really cool. So what's your favorite thing about GCA? Um, I really like the small size of my program um, and my class size. I think in total uh, for first years and second years, I think we're like under 30 people. Um, and our class sizes, uh, they tend to range. But like, I mean, I think I have one class this semester, this past semester that only had 11 people in it. Oh, wow. Um, so you really get like almost, I mean, it feels like one-on-one uh, attention from the professor or with your classmates. Um, I feel like it really fosters a lot of communication and dialogue. Um, and people tend to ask uh, really good questions when you're in that smaller setting. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. so like, since it's such a small program, uh, do you end up going into the field and working with like kind of the same people later in life or? Um, that's a good question. I think if you stay local, um, like local in Oklahoma, you definitely will. Um, at least our program, they, they really call on the alumni a lot to come back and speak to us and, and tell us what they're doing now or where they're at. And they're kind of all over. Like I think last semester we had um, one person from Moore. He works for the city of Moore, who's a planner. He's an alumni. We have several people up in Oklahoma City Planning Department. And I think uh, we had one from uh, Ada, Oklahoma, and he was also alumni. So. I think definitely if you stay local with Oklahoma, you you could potentially run into um, some of your classmates in the future. That's really cool. Especially, yeah, and I was especially um, 
probably at conferences as well. Uh, the planning, I'm sure architecture does it as well, but they have several conferences uh, all year round. And so um, you never know who you might run into at one of those. Gotcha. So like, ideally, um, where would you want to end up? Like, do you want to stay in Oklahoma or venture out? Um, or is it too ideally, early to tell? I, Yeah, I would say too early. Um, I always say that Oklahoma is growing on me. Um, you know, I, I moved to this state uh, for grad school. So it's been an experience. Um, but I wouldn't, I don't think I would only look in Oklahoma. I, I really, I think I would look all over. Gotcha. Yeah. Oklahoma's funny that way. You you come here, you don't expect much, but honestly, it's not too bad. Yeah, no, I I've, I've really like it so far. <laughs> so when uh, or why did you first become interested in uh, regional city planning and physical planning? Um, yeah, so... I always make the joke, uh, my mom pointed it out, like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with the game SimCity. Um, I would play it all the time and I never really knew why, like I just enjoyed the game. And it was, my mom pointed it out, like when I finally went back to grad school and enrolled in this program, she's like, oh, maybe that's why you played that game so much. (laughs) But I don't. I think I've I've traveled a lot or a fair amount, and whenever I go into new cities, I'm just really curious of how they're laid out, how they work, um, and how they could be better uh, to fit the people that live in them. And that's really just kind of drew me to city planning. I will say that in high school and in my undergrad, this program I had never even heard of a city planner before. So they're really starting to get a little bit more popular, I'd say. At least some people have heard of him before, but most people in the public, when you're like, oh, I'm a city planner, they have no idea what it entails. So I think um, by going into this program, not one, like we need to like better educate the public so people are more aware of what we do and what we can do. Um, But yeah, I just really want to, kind of help cities be better for the people that live there. Yeah, definitely. And I I think it's really cool. It's like real life foreshadowing. Like you playing the Sims and then later becoming a regional city planner. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think that's cool. Um, um so what is something that you would want to tell prospective students about the program? Yeah, I think uh, I kind of came up with two things. I'd say, you know, my first semester was definitely the most challenging, you know, first semester of grad school. You don't really know what to expect. Uh, How is it going to be different from undergrad? You know, is it going to how time consuming is it going to be? So I think my advice is like once you get past that first semester, it's really just downhill from there. Like you got to develop like critical, like time management skills and you learn what to spend time on and what not to spend time on. You know, you might not need to read all a hundred pages of something. Uh, and you really learn how to skim, skim read a lot faster. Um, and devote your, uh, attention to projects that really need it right now. And you know, when to, kind of put things on the back burner. 
And then um, I think the second thing I would say um, is if you have an opportunity, they come every once in a while, but you can take electives like outside of our program sometimes. Um, So for me, uh, I was able to enroll into a uh, landscape architecture class called uh, Sustainable Cities. And it was actually um, a study abroad class over the summer. Um, It was only three weeks, but we went to the Netherlands. We went to um, France and Germany. Yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. We saw all of the architecture, all of um, kind of the ways they were using sustainable approaches in in Europe. And I'd say through that, you know, I was exposed to one, a different, you know, major through the landscape architecture. Um, And I was just exposed to a lot more um, students. We had theater students in this class. We had uh, a lot of architecture students. Um, I think we had a a nuclear physicist or something. She was in something like very uh, science technical. Um, So you got to learn like what everybody else is studying. So that was really interesting. Um, And then also our program, if you can swing it, um, I'm not going to be able to do it, but every other summer, RCPL actually goes to Uganda uh, for a few weeks and it's part of their like uh, capstone studio. Yeah. Um, and so everybody who I've spoke to who's went, you know, really enjoyed it. Um, plus you knock out, it's like a whole, you basically knock out five credit, uh, credit hours in a month. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's like very intensive. Like when you get over there, you know, the hours are a little crazy, but, uh, you, it frees up your whole like last year of grad school uh, because you don't have to take studio like that is your studio credit. So dang. And what a resume opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a cool program. I believe they go over there and they work with uh, women uh, in the different villages and they're trying to it's more of a social uh, from the social planning perspective. But they're they're trying to get the voices of the women there and how they can help and how they can maybe um, use city planning uh, to help them uh, develop a plan for their future. That's really awesome. That's, I mean, not only are you gaining college credit, but you're gaining like personal development and you're making a difference somewhere. For sure. Yeah, it's probably life changing for some people. Definitely. Well, that's really cool. Um, Well, I think that is all I have for you today. Uh, Do you have anything else that you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. Um... Hopefully I let people know a little bit about the program and maybe, maybe we'll get some new recruits because of it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I've talked to three or four RCPL students so far. And honestly, I have, I have looked into it. Y'all are really (laughs) selling this program. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's very applicable. uh, No matter where you live, you need a city planner. Uh, I feel like you're always going to have a job uh, because you're always needed and you can really kind of pick the the niche you want to go into. Like you don't have to just be physical or you don't have to be social. There's definitely opportunities out there to do either or or a combination. Um, You can go work for a nonprofit. Like it's, it's, 
unlimited. Yeah, there are a lot of different opportunities. Well, thank you for talking with us today, Jessica. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to the Gibbs Spotlight. Tune in next time to hear more stories from the Gibbs College of Architecture.